Those fingers in my hair That sly come hither stare That strips my conscience bare It's witchcraft And I've got no defense for it The heat is too intense for it What good would common sense for it do? Welcome back to another edition of Broomsticks and Butterbeer. I am your Hufflepuff host, Dan Rhino. And I'm your Ravenclaw host, Jessica Rhino. And as we're recording this, we just passed up Christmas, so Merry Christmas to everybody. Happy Ravenclaw Christmas. And if you're listening to this in the middle of the summer, because these will be archived forever... You may be listening to it in the future, then uh, Christmas has nothing to do with what we're talking about here. And when you say Ravenclaw Christmas, what do you mean? I mean, pretty much everything I got for Christmas was Ravenclaw, and it was fantastic. Nice. Like what? I got a Ravenclaw purse, uh-huh. a Ravenclaw lunchbox, uh-huh. a Ravenclaw cup, uh-huh. a Ravenclaw socks, uh-huh. Ravenclaw uh, umbrella, uh-huh. Ravenclaw little pouches to go inside my purse, mm-hmm. Ravenclaw pen, desk pen holder thingamajig, mm-hmm. all Ravenclaw, just so much Ravenclaw stuff. And of course... Oh, and a scarf. And of course, tons of books. I got a couple books. Yeah, a few books. I have most of the books that are out that I want, so I'm waiting on some that aren't out yet. You got, you got a lot of books. There's a lot of books I remember you opening. And some that were even pre-ordered for you. Yes. Yes, I got a couple pre-ordered. That was great. Well, we're moving on to chapter 16. The There's only one chapter after this, right? Two. Two chapters after this. Two. Chap- and then a movie. Chapter 16, The Chamber of Secrets. From the book, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. The namesake chapter <gasps> of the book. So let's uh, recap what happened in chapter 15. In chapter 15, we met Aragog, the king of the large mutant forest spiders. <laughs> And we find out that Aragog was the creature that Hagrid cared for at Hogwarts many years ago. Aragog was not the monster that killed the student 50 years ago. And Hagrid did not open the Chamber of Secrets. We got a lot of information from the father of the mutant spiders in the last chapter. Yes, we put some things together. We saw some holes, but we put some things together. Hagrid is currently in Azkaban for no reason. Yes. Well, we kind of knew that anyway, yeah. but apparently that's not a problem. No, you can just, just, it's just send people like to a prison for cell. no reason. Yeah, just kind of a holding cell. <sighs> we have a new microphone set up, by the way, and Jess can't see my face. I can't. And she keeps peeking out around <laughs> the corner, and it's making me giggle. So. <laughs> uh, but I can't see you, so I just, I gotta lean over here. You can, I mean, you can move your whole chair if you want No, I have to, to stay in front of the microphone. But you still still be in front of the microphone. You don't have to stand directly in front of the microphone. This is more fun. Okay. Peeking around at you. So Aragog cares for Hagrid, but he doesn't care for Ron, Hermione, and Fang and allows his spider children to eat them. Just Ron and Harry. No, Hermione. I said uh, Ron, Harry, and Fang. No, you said Hermione hmm. and Fang. Sorry about that. She's um, still in the hospital. Well, I have, I have an HP in my notes, so maybe I just... Just threw a Hermione in there. The first H name that came to my came to my mind. But the trio is rescued by the Chitty Chitty Bang Bang flying car that is still you love that car lurking around the fort. Well, it's a flying car. Who wouldn't love it? He's kind of moody. It's a flying car. Who wouldn't want a flying car? (laughs) Uh, We find out that the murdered child was 50 years ago was found in a bathroom, and the boys surmise that well, how many murdered students do we know? Died in bathrooms. I think we know one for sure, and that's Moaning Myrtle. As we're visited by our puppy here, Batman. Just need the little chin scratch. All right, well, come on up here. You can be on the podcast. All right, and that takes us to Chapter 16. Jess, what happened in Chapter 16? So Chapter 16, yeah, we figured out about... 15, we figured out about Moaning Myrtle. So what do the boys want to do? Naturally, they want to go talk to Moaning Myrtle. 
However, we still have all these rules and curfews and everyone has to be escorted. And you can't just you, you can't just go sneak off to the girls' bathroom whenever you want. Uh, not like the good old days. Yeah. You can just walk into the girls' bathroom whenever you wanted. Oh, Robin has joined the podcast. <laughs> she put it up here too. Something that I had in my, in my notes is that the boys are kind of like smacking themselves in the head. Because they've interacted with Myrtle all this time. And it was like this wealth of information was right there that they could have accessed. But they kind of just saw Myrtle as an annoyance. Mm -hmm. When, in fact, she could have really clued them in on... (laughs) Broken this case wide open months ago. Yeah, absolutely. We've been brewing potion on the top of one of the toilets in there. Yeah. And Myrtle, you know, could have easily... You know, said, hey guys, I, I got some information. No, 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 no. We're gonna, we're we gotta brew this potion for, for six months. We'll get to you in just a second, Myrtle. But they, they could have asked her for this info all along and it would have been very helpful. And then that, they were kind of upset with themselves at the beginning of this chapter. Yeah. So, but then they've got other things to be upset about. Mm. Because they're in class, mm-hmm. and Professor McGonagall announces that uh, exams start next week. Despite the children being <laughs> petrified and nearly murdered, and the entire school basically a uh, a walking, talking clue game. Where yes. Anything could happen in any room at any time. That was my first thought too, but the, her her explanation. Makes sense, too. The -hmm. whole reason to keep the school open is so you can get your education. Mm -hmm. That's why we're here. I thought it was just to weed out the the weak. No. No, we're here (laughs) for for education. So, of course, we're going to have exams. Harry kind of feels, too, he mentioned McGonagall said it's to prove, you know, that you've learned anything this year. And Harry kind of thinks, like, did I learn anything this year? <laughs> I can't think of I, anything I learned this year. I kind of learned about Polyjuice Potion, but Hermione did all the work, yeah. so not really anything that would be helpful on an exam. I've had years of college like that, where I look back, like, what did I really learn this year? I've told you on many occasions that I think that I was I had a concussion yes. throughout college. Because I don't remember, remember anything. That I did. I don't remember any of the projects I did, any of the papers I wrote, very few of the books I read. I don't remember much of it. I think I was concussed. Or maybe I was petrified and it was all a dream. Maybe. Um, but poor Ron has even more reason to be upset. Mm. His wand is still broken. Well, he's got that, that spello tape on it, though. Yeah, it was not really That open. stuff works pretty good. No. No. Not for this. No, it doesn't. But um, he's like, how am I supposed to take exams with this wand he's gonna fail everything mm-hmm. he's very upset um so so now they've got that on their plates too they were trying to find time to sneak away to go to the girls bathroom mm-hmm. and now they have exams to study for or i think it's revise remember my book is i don't use the word study mm-hmm. I use revisions which is confusing yeah, to me makes, but it doesn't make any, any sense whatever it's like Call, it's like calling soccer football. Doesn't, it's confusing. No, no sense. No sense. Um, so three days pass, and they still haven't had a chance to go talk to Myrtle. But now there's another announcement. Mm. The Mandrakes are ready. They're ready for slaughter. For slaughter. You were waiting for that. So we can revive the petrified. Yes. They've they finally can... grown up. We can murder, murder them. them and Chop use them their use their essence to to stew cure them? Did they stew them? Probably. Yeah. There's probably some stewing involved. Yeah. Stewing type process. Or maybe they have like a food processor or something like that. So now it's like, oh, well, you know, we could have talked to Myrtle, but tonight they're going to revive the petrified people. So one of them will probably be able to tell us what happened. Yeah, we could just, they'll just tell It'll us. It'll be fine. It's Unless all good. they snuck up behind them. Oh, yeah. That wouldn't, that wouldn't be helpful. But I'm sure one of them caught a glimpse. So, while they're at breakfast, there's kind of a strange little encounter. Mm -hmm. Jenny comes up, and she's all upset. And she's fidgeting, and she's rocking, and she's she's stewing over something. That's really weird. And Harry makes the connection that it kind of reminds him of Dobby. Mm -hmm. When Dobby knows he's done something wrong, and he's about to spill something that is probably going to get him in trouble. Kind of wrestling his hands around a little bit. 
So they think they're being real nice. Jenny, what's wrong? Did you do you want to tell us something? But then here comes Percy. Mm-hmm. And Percy's just kind of scat. Jenny, go away. I want this seat. I'm tired. I'm hungry. And apparently there's not there's not enough seats apparently at not. the table. Because Percy comes up and says something like, if you're done eating, can I have your seat? So there's no other seats anywhere else, Percy? They didn't make enough seats at the wizarding school well, to have all the kids sit at the same time? They have to eat in shifts? Babe, I'm sure there's seats. But there's probably like a Weasley section where all the Weasleys sit. And that's where Jenny was sitting. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well... Maybe Harry's there and Neville's there and they're kind of... Oh, Neville gets to stay in the Weasley section. I don't know. I don't, gotcha. know, if, I don't know if Neville's there or not, but okay. I would let him sit there. You know, I'd let I'm everybody not even sit. at that table. I'd let everybody sit there. You're not at that table. Yeah. You're at the Hufflepuff table. I'd you let, let Percy uh, come sit at the Hufflepuff yeah. table? Yeah. Mm. I'd let anybody sit at our table because that's what we do. We're very welcoming and friendly. Because the heir of Slytherin. That's you fine. You let him come sit? That's fine. Maybe he just needs friends. Yeah. I was, when I was in college, I, my college gig at the mall was, I I had a, a boss, like a district boss, who was just a total jerk. He was just, a, just an awful person. And somebody was offered uh, tickets to the baseball game to me. And they said, oh, but you'd have to go with so-and-so. I said, I don't care. I, I go to the baseball game with anybody. And they said, what about insert district manager's name here and i said yeah i would i'm sure i'd have a good time i said i would go to uh i'd go to the baseball game with the king of hades if they were good seats <laughs> so i'd let anybody come sit with me for sure all right well why is percy acting all weird percy's acting i know why percy's acting weird okay you don't know why percy's spo- acting so weird that's, that's something to keep a, an eye on it's just a yeah. little tidbit little little side thing going on because he it seems like percy is kind of like he came up with a story for why jenny was acting weird almost as like a cover that's what it seemed like to me where he said well well jenny like uh, you know, caught me um, and doing something, yeah, and I it was uh, embarrassing. And I told so... her not to tell anybody, so that's why she's acting weird. When in reality, it seems like it's probably there's Percy's been acting weird for a while. We've mentioned this on mm-hmm. on other shows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's been in weird weird parts of the school. He's had weird reactions to things. There's something going on with Percy that. You can't tell me yet, but I'm sure we're going to find out because we're getting toward the end of the book We're going to find out all kinds of things because, yeah, we're at the end of the book. We found a lot out in this chapter and in the last chapter, too. Even the Cornelius Fudge chapter, which seemed kind of... Cornelius Fudge is kind of... I told you at the time that I was kind of surprised he had a chapter named after him because he's kind of just a throwaway character. Even though he's got this high-up position, he doesn't really... I don't know, he doesn't really seem to have a lot of power or control or effect on on our story. But we found out so much in that chapter that was not related to Cornelius Fudge. And then in the last chapter we found out a tremendous amount uh, with, the, with Aragog, a, new, a brand new character that we hadn't met yet. And then in this chapter we're unveiling even more that we, that we didn't know before. I mean... It, we're starting to get really into the nitty-gritty of the book here as we wrap it up. Well, I think we mentioned it before. If if Hermione wasn't petrified, she would have figured this all out oh, Yeah, right this, now. Book, this book would be over. But this is like the boy's pace. We'd already They're be They're figuring it out now. <laughs> <the> next book. <laughs> so, okay. So, Jenny takes off. Percy you, gives You know, you got to give boys a little extra time. To... to Put it all together. Yeah. Just, just got to give us a little extra time. We don't need a lot extra time. Maybe just about two or three times as long as it would take for the girls to figure it out. That's not that long. That's not too much to ask. Boys are the worst, though. You gotta admit that. Yeah. So Percy comes up with this goofy explanation we don't understand. And we got it. We're off to class again. In between classes. But this time, who's escorting them through the corridor? Uh, That would be uh, Professor Lockhart. And he's complaining. This is pointless. They've already got Hagrid. As soon as they 
re uh, revive all the petrified people. They're gonna go, Hagrid did it. Mm -hmm. This is pointless. This is silly. I've got so much to do. I was on patrols all night. Blah, 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 blah. Well, he he's didn't have time whining. to curl his hair, I think. That's what Ron That's said. That's what he was upset about is that he's looking a little less Put together. Lock Lockhart-like. You know, he didn't have time to put his face on that morning because mm -hmm. he was too busy escorting students during the day and monitoring the halls at night. So he's a little, he feels a little put off by the extra duties that he's had to do. But, you know, when there's a murderous creature on the loose, you know, you might have to, you know, pull a little overtime here. But he doesn't think that's necessary. Yeah. Because they've already caught the culprit. He's gone. He's in Azkaban. It's fine. It's all fine. This is all pointless. And Harry takes his little um, sneakery up a couple notches in this chapter, too. So he agrees with Lockhart. You're right, Professor. This is ridiculous. I wonder who he learned that from. If he, I wonder if he has a friend, a close friend who's very good at flattering people into manipulation. I don't know what you're talking about. And she may currently be petrified in the <laughs> hospital wing. <laughs> he, he's very Hermione-ish in this tactic, and yeah. I think it's a learned behavior. Yeah, well, well he, she has taught them to make their lies smarter. Mm -hmm. If you're gonna lie, you gotta do it smart. Yeah, I agree. I mean, live or, you know, act, think through things, you know, and you can get a lot more done rather than just action reaction. You know, if you put a little logic into it, then I think she showed the, the other two boys that you can get a little farther than you would have been able to originally. I'm sorry if my dog's snoring is being picked <laughs> up by the microphone, by the way. Currently laying on my lap, like, and, oh no. and he immediately falls asleep. And he has sleep apnea. Uh, I got him a little uh, CPAP with a little mask for his snoot. <laughs> First of all, no, you didn't. And no, uh, he doesn't. He just—he's like hanging his head over your arm, okay. and his collar is like digging in, so uh, he can't breathe. We'll agree to disagree. Uh huh. So if you hear the dog snoring, it's the most adorable thing you've ever heard. So we'll. we'll, we'll Probably won't be able to edit it out, but that's okay. All right, so Ron picks up on this pretty quickly, too, and adds to Harry's story. And, oh, yeah, we got this. It's only one more corridor. We'll be fine. You head on back and get ready for your next class. And being the responsible adult that he is, he abandons the children mm -hmm. in the corridor. To go curl his hair. To go curl his hair, yes. Sorry, I had to... <laughs> Batman didn't seem too comfortable, even though he was snoring. <laughs> He'd probably be more comfortable on the couch. So they're on their way to Moaning Myrtle's bathroom, and they get caught. Intercepted. Intercepted, yep. By McGonagall. But again, Harry's got his wit cranked up today. Oh, man. And he comes up with a brilliant lie. Hermione's taught him so well. Not just a brilliant lie, but one that pulls on the heartstrings. Mm -hmm. so where are you guys off to? Oh, well, we were... And he even, like, he doesn't try to hide it. He's like, we were sneaking. We were going to sneak into the hospital wing. I've had kids do that before. Now, I was running in the library, and I know we're not supposed to be running in the library, so I'm really sorry that I did that. But the reason I was doing that was so they kind of it's they kind of like give you like the Oreo cookie compliment where they kind of flatter you and then they drop the a little bit of uh, the lie in the middle and they'll give you a little bit of flattery at the end. So she tells them McGonagall that they were gonna sneak into the hospital wing and they were they just wanted to see Hermione for a minute and they just wanted to tell her. That it's all gonna be all right, and that the mandrakes were gonna gonna be stewed mm -hmm. tonight. The mandrakes and, will be dead soon, and, and it'll <laughs> all be worry. all right. Just hang on a Don't little. Don't you worry. Longer. We've raised them all the way until adulthood, so we can kill them. It's it'll all be over soon. <laughs> and McGonagall tears up, chokes up. She's like, "All right, tell you just go on to the hospital wing." 
tell them I gave you my permission and oh she's even gonna go to their next class and tell the teacher why he, they're not there see they're having an excused absence mm -hmm. this has worked out better than they could have hoped except they now actually have to go to the hospital wing which ends up kind of being a blessing in disguise though yep. in the end we needed to go there things are starting to kind of the dominoes are kind of starting to fall in the favor of the boys for once everything seems like it's it's like when you're driving down the street and you catch all the green lights. Yes. <laughs> Things are starting to work day. out pretty well. So they go to the hospital wing. They get let in because McGonagall said so, but she's not happy about it. And as they're sitting there talking to Hermione, even though they realize that that's a silly thing to do because she doesn't know they're there, they notice something in her hand. Mm -hmm. A piece of paper mm -hmm. clenched up in her fist. Now, how did nobody notice the paper in Hermione's hand before? Uh, well, they haven't really been allowed to go see her since that first day. Well, I was thinking more of the medical staff. They're very busy. They're overwhelmed with all these petrified students. But once they're petrified, they just kind of lay there, right? They still have to be tended to. Hmm. You didn't, and they didn't think to, like, you know, check her pockets or anything for clues or... No. As to... What no, 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 no. Okay. These are just students. They were just going about their business. They weren't looking into the secrets of the Chamber of Secrets. They were they were told not to, right? Okay. I just thought maybe that might be something that they would want to check or if they were even paying attention, something that they would just accidentally notice. Yeah. They um they they looked into the mirror. Why did they have this mirror here? Remember? Oh, okay. They questioned that's, that's not the a mirror. Big deal. McGonagall did. Yeah. Briefly. Briefly. But apparently the staff at the hospital wing of Hogwarts is not too interested in the patients that come in. All right, just throw that one over there. We've got another petrified one. Throw it on the stack. Well, you do remember Ron said that she doesn't ask too many questions. Because remember when he got bit? Mm hmm And she didn't ask too many questions about his hand being all infected and she's like a school nurse just lay down and drink a sprite drink a sprite It'll be all right there's some crackers there's some sprite and some crackers <laughs> i broke my leg ah just crumble up the crackers and put the sprite into a stew and pour it all over your broken leg so harry and ron work together to get this to block the view and to hide what they're doing and get this note out from hermione's hand and I was just going to read it. Go ahead. Because it's all very important. On the slip of paper, it's something that... Oh, it hurt a little bit. She apparently ripped this page out of a book. I know. A very, oh, I, I very of, old library book. I thought of you when that happened. Yeah. Well, it's a library book. Shouldn't you be upset, too? Nah, you library. Just buy, I just buy another one. This is a very old one. Nah. Maybe it's on print anymore. Yeah. All right. Well, it said... Of the many fearsome beasts and monsters that roam our land, there is none more curious or more deadly than the basilisk, known also as the king of serpents. This snake, which may reach gigantic size and live in and live many hundreds of years, is born from a chicken's egg, of course. hatched beneath a toad. As as is tradition. I wonder if we could do that. We arrange that? I don't know if we'd want to. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, probably not. Hagrid might. I would hide this from Hagrid. Yeah. Um, its method of killing is most wondrous, for aside from its deadly and venomous fangs, the basilisk has a murderous stare, and all who are fixed with the beam of its eyes shall suffer instant death. Spi spiders flee before the bas basilisk. I can't say it today. For it is their mortal enemy, and the basilisk flees only from the crowing of the rooster, which is fatal to it. That's, that's a lot of info. There's a, there's a lot to take in. Yes. Got a chicken egg, hatched by toad. Hatched by toad. Very confused. Which creates Mother this, toad. a giant snake that can not only inject you with poison. Well, it just has big fangs, first of all. Yeah. It can just bite you. Yeah, just bite you. But then it also has venom. And if that doesn't get you, if you somehow can escape all of that, then if you stare at it, then you die. Yes. So the good news is, though, that nobody to this point has looked directly at it. 
And that, there was always some kind of extenuating circumstance for the students who are petrified right now. Do you remember, you remember some of those? Oh uh, well, yeah, Harry, Harry's on the ball this, yeah, this he chapter. All, he he's really over. stepping up. He, so, he's ready for his exams because he's just... So who's the Hufflepuff uh, kid? Uh, I don't remember his uh, name. Uh, not uh, Maxwell, no. <laughs> Maxwell. <laughs> I call him like JPP or something. <laughs> Justin. Just, JFF. Justin Fitch Fletchley. There you go. He did not die when he looked at the basilisk. Is that how you say it? Basilisk. Bas- basilisk. Basilisk. He didn't die because he looked through nearly headless Nick and it kind of filtered filtered the, it out a little bit it's like looking through 3d glasses mm-hmm. and so nearly headless Nick couldn't die again no so, so he just something got pest- petrified something just weird happened to him and her, Colin Colin was looking at the basilisk through the camera lens yes so that filtered it a little bit mm-hmm. so my question to you is, why doesn't everybody just wear sunglasses? <laughs> well, first of all, they didn't know what it was until but now just that, that, now. that just we now. do, just why now. don't we go get some sunglasses and go basilisk hunting? <laughs> I don't know that sunglasses work that way. In the uh, John Carpenter movie, They Live, they can only see the the aliens when they're wearing the, the sunglasses. I imagine it's kind of like that. Uh-huh. Uh, Miss Norris was the cat. The cat saw it in the reflection, reflection of, of the water. water, and Hermione and the Ravenclaw girl were using the mirror to look around the corners. And they, Hermione, by that point had figured it out, yes. right? And that's why she had the mirror, mm-hmm. or that's why well, they think the Ravenclaw girl had the right. mirror, but, but she found her in the hallway, and they teamed up. They said, "Well, don't let's not go around this corner. Let's peek around with your mirror." And when they peeked around with the mirror, that's they saw the basilisk through the mirror which petrified them but luckily it did not kill, kill them. them yes so we've been pretty all things considered pretty lucky pretty lucky <laughs> yeah you know we've got a lot of petrified people and we've got a lot of mandrakes that we've got to slaughter to fix that however it could be worse well and you know i guess somebody always came along right afterwards too mm-hmm. because then the basilisk could have just easily eaten yeah just swallowed the, them the petrified people but but thankfully harry had an act for just showing up right after somebody was petrified so that wasn't all that we found out no. from from hermione's petrified body in the hospital wing though we also found out uh, something about pipes yes she wrote the word pipes at the bottom of the page mm-hmm. and harry because he took a witty potion today um, he figured out too that oh, the, that's how the, the giant snake is getting around, is through the pipes because I'm always hearing it through the walls. See us boys, we get there. It just takes yeah. us. We're we're just a little slow on the come up. And he figured out why it was only him that could hear it because it was speaking snake, mm-hmm. and he can understand parcel tongue. And he thought he felt like it was, he was hearing it through the walls too, mm-hmm. which would make sense if it was sneaking around in the pipes. And he even put together the roosters. All of Hagrid's roosters had been murdered. And we found out that the rooster, crow of the rooster, is fatal. It's fatal. If only we had an app on our phone that could <laughs> make like a rooster well, crow. Well, but is, that's not authentic, so I don't know if it would work. Mm, they're pretty authentic. The you ever seen YouTube? It's pretty authentic. <laughs> it's pretty good. <clears throat> all right. So the boys decide, with all this... Wonderful knowledge. They're going to head straight to the staff room and tell the teachers. Finally. Finally. They're going to do something smart and responsible mm-hmm. and share all of this information instead should've of going off this, on their own. Should have done this 10 chapters ago. And tell all the teachers what's going on. Specifically McGonagall. They know McGonagall's yeah. coming back to the the teacher's lounge or whatever, <laughs> wherever it's it is. It's almost break time, yeah. Right. But they're there and the bell never rings. And then McGonagall comes over the magical PA system Mm -hmm. and announces that everyone must go straight to their dorm rooms, their common rooms, and all teachers report to the staff room, where the boys are. 
it's great, right? They want to tell the teachers. The teachers are all coming to them. Yeah, it's great. Let's Works just out. tell the teachers. However, <laughs> instead of just waiting for the teachers to get there, they get the great idea to Harry's say, potion's wearing off at this point. <laughs> you know what we should do instead? We should hide in this wardrobe over here so we can learn what they know and then proceed accordingly. First bad choice they've made this chapter. <laughs> but like you said, maybe the witty potion is wearing off. Yeah, something something had to have happened. Because just all of a sudden we're back to making dumb choices mm -hmm. again. So they're hiding in amid the, the robes and such. Listening to all the teachers talk about what's going on and the new development the new development which was their reason for hiding they thought oh something happened we want to know what it is and they're just assuming the teachers aren't going to tell them mm -hmm. so we should hide and find out what it is and then and then pop out of the closet i don't see how they saw this. Ha -ha! how did they think this was gonna play out they were gonna just pop out of the closet well, it's, and be it's like boys we don't think things through <laughs> we think it's a good idea at the time Gut, gut reaction, knee-jerk reaction. Hide in the closet. Doesn't, all, doesn't often work out. No. We can't help it. But this is pretty substantial news here because we've been keeping the school running amidst all this chaos, and now it's gotten to the point where we got to shut. We got to shut things down. Mm -hmm. We we find out from McGonagall that. Hogwarts Express is coming. Pick up the kids. We're done for the year because something new has happened. Tell right? everyone to pack up. They're going home first thing in the morning. Because now, not only do we have children and staff and ghosts and staff pets that are <laughs> petrified, we have a student that has been kidnapped. Yeah, taken by the monster. But I thought Hagrid was the... Was the monster? The, the bad guy here. Yeah, yeah. I, I no, thought... no, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't think that at all. No. Some people did. He's not there right now. Yeah, he's not. He's rotting away in a maximum security prison. No, no, the person who thought it was Hagrid isn't there right now. Oh. Of course he wouldn't be. Yeah. Yeah, why would, why would he be there when, you know, children are in danger and so, yeah, there's a bad thing on the loose? McGonagall announces that one of the students has been taken... And I don't remember who Snape was like, how do we know this? Well, because the Arab Slytherin left us another note. Mm. Same, same wall, right outside Myrtle's bathroom. And it said that her bones will lie in the chamber forever. And whose bones might that be? Little Jenny Weasley. Poor little Jenny. She's had a rough first year. She has. <laughs> she has. Who's had a rough, who had a rougher first year? Her or Harry? Mm, that's a tough one. <laughs> that would have that would have been a good uh, good email to send. You can send us that broomsticks.butterbeer at gmail.com and we'll read it on the air. They both had uh, pretty rough years, but at least Harry got to be place Quidditch. Yeah, yeah. He, they won the house cup at the end. Uh huh. You know, mostly thanks to. Dumbledore's favoritism toward the Gryffindors. <laughs> yeah, and like I guess... how many points are the Gryffindors behind? One million points to Gryffindor. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess Jenny probably had the more overall traumatic because Harry he went through some stuff that first book, but it was all just like a big adventure too. Mm -hmm. It was just like I'm at Hogwarts. This is all magic, and this is normal, right? Yeah. And Jenny's just kind of having classic, like, freshman year nonsense. Everything is going wrong. Yeah, it's not, not great. Yeah. Not to mention the fact that the boy that she likes doesn't seem to really realize the point that, not, not that he doesn't reciprocate the, the love that, that Jenny has for Harry. I just think he's just kind of oblivious to it yeah. right now. And sometimes that's worse. <laughs> For the, the person that you're interested in. Well, I think just that's just another thing boys are a little slower on, oh, yeah. too. They don't even, he's not even there yet. Yeah, we're like, the worst. Girls don't matter. We got all this new magic stuff going on as yeah, well. Yeah, he's busy. He's a busy guy. So the thing that happens after this, after we find out that Jenny is gone, all the professors are there and they're all sh shocked by this and appalled by this new revelation. 
in comes late to the party, freshly curled hair. Because he he dozed off. He did. Oh, oh, I dozed off as a as he's you know I woke up like this. I just woke up this way. Hashtag <coughs> no filter. Whatever. Professor Lockhart comes in and says, "What did I miss?" And this is the first time that I wrote down that the professors kind of gang up on Lockhart. This is also the first time we've seen them interacting with Lockhart without kids around. Too. And also, so maybe it's been like this. Also, the the other thing was, there's no Dumbledore around. Mm-hmm. And I think you, I think I asked the question several shows ago, and and you kind of answered. I said, why do why do they put up with Lockhart? Why do they put up with his nonsense? And you made the mention that Dumbledore had to have okayed him to be there coming and if Dumbledore has approved of this then who is anybody else to to say you know if Dumbledore you know arguably the most powerful wizard on the planet and you know one of the more respected in the wizarding community approves of this man being being the professor at the school who are they to to question that but now Dumbledore is not there Nope. And like you said, there's no kids around. So have has this been has this been what they want what the other professors have wanted to say all this time? Or is just this just a result of them being frustrated with him in that particular moment and then kind of frustrated with everything else that's going on in the school? Or is it a combination of all those I things? I think it's a combination of all the things. I have to assume that they were snippier with him in private mm-hmm. than they were in front of students. Also, like you said, Dumbledore's gone now, so they probably feel a little more free to be snippy. He can't just turn around and run and tell Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also you add on the frustration and, and the fact that you know he's been spewing for a couple of weeks now. Oh, it's all over with. This there's no problem anymore. It was Hagrid. There's this. These rules are stupid. This is all dumb. We don't need to bother with this anymore. And this is the kind of uh, we told you so. You were wrong. Now what you gonna do about it? And apparently he's also been telling people that he knows where the Chamber of Secrets is. <laughs> yeah. And, and he, that he should have been able to t- to deal with it. Free reign is free what, reign from the very is, beginning is, to take you, care of it If you would all. have just given me free reign to do my thing, as I've done in my adventures that are chronicled in my many books, th- this problem would have been over by now. And so now they kind of use that knowledge against him. And it's to me, it's it's not like they're actually wanting his help, right? Mm. They're just kind of using his words against him in order to just kind of get him out of the way. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I just wanted to make sure I had <laughs> I had that Yeah, right. somebody actually says that at the end, once mm-hmm. he does leave. Right, I think it was McGonagall. Yeah, so like, that, okay, now that he's not now, in the way anymore. There's one less thing to worry about. Because mm-hmm. we they know how Lockhart's really going to... They know the real Lockhart. They know how Lockhart's really going to react when he's actually... He's all talk. When he's actually... Given the opportunity, all right, go go find the chamber, go rescue Save the day. rescue the child. We finally believe you now, Professor Lockhart. Go ahead and do your thing. Free reign. But they really know what he's going to do. He's going to run because he's not who he says he is. Mm-hmm. He's not the the wizard and the hero and the adventurer that he says he is. We've already gotten clues to that throughout the book with his ineptness at even dealing with the little pixie fairies. And if he can't even deal with those, and we're going to find out even later in the chapter how inept he is Mm -hmm. when he interacts with Harry and Ron. He really is just a, he's really just a, a very fake person. You know, he has, he keeps up airs. But he really is not anything what he, he claims to be. Very clever in that he's gotten this far with seemingly very little actual magical ability. If that's I don't know if that's that's fair or not, but and I've he hasn't shown me anything to, to say that he's a very good wizard at all. 
other than he's a good-looking guy and he's very charming and he is very good at manipulation and he has turned that into being a celebrity almost like a Kardashian <laughs> like I don't know what you're good at but you're famous yeah I don't really know what you do or a Paris Hilton type she the, the, the joke with her was she's famous for being famous okay <laughs> I, so, I don't understand. They send him off with his little mission, and they McGonagall then gets down to business. Says, "Okay, I need the heads of the houses to go talk to all of your house, all the students. Tell them to pack up. We're leaving. Mm-hmm. Everyone else needs to search the building. Make sure nobody got left behind. There's no students roaming around. She might as well just say, look for Ron and Harry because we know they're not where they're supposed to be no. because they never are. Never are." Um, but they don't check in the wardrobe. The boys don't come out, I guess, until after everybody's gone because they don't tell anybody. They just go back to their common room and sit there with the rest of the Weasley clan in silence for like the rest of the night, mm-hmm. which I thought was a little odd. I think they're, they're, they thought they had, just when they think they have things figured out and they have a plan to follow, another speed bump goes. And... That, like we mentioned, it takes the boy. It takes the boys a little bit longer <laughs> to to react to changes in in their uh, plan that they had. And I kind of feel like I don't know why I felt like this, but I just pictured Ron sitting there going, "Oh my gosh, mom and dad are gonna be so mad at me." Mm-hmm. Like I don't know how this is his fault, but I just feel like he was sitting there going. Oh man, they're gonna kill me! Mm-hmm. I I literally lost our sister. And it's it could be that they're not reacting just because they're so in shock. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got to remember that Harry is kind of like an honorary Weasley at this point too. Mm-hmm. So this is almost like family. More uh, Jenny is more family than the Dursleys ever were. Yeah, and have cared for him, and he's cared for her more than the Dursleys than the Dursleys are more than he ever did for Dudley and crew. Well, and we were talking about Harry's first year versus Jenny's first year. And I kind of said, you know, like Harry, this is his first introduction into the wizarding world and it's been pure chaos. All these bad things keep happening. And, but the Weasleys, they're kind of like, this isn't normal. These Mm -hmm. things don't happen. Yeah. Oh my gosh. If all you know is chaos. Is the chaos mm-hmm. part and monsters trying to get you and evil lords trying to get you and dragons burning down. It's like when I tried to explain you know. when I tried to explain to students in 2018 what the the 60s were like. And you know, we we do research with, you know, the seg- segregated schools and segregated hospitals and the way even segregated water fountains and how the country was back then and the kids can't even process what that's like because they haven't grown up in this world mm-hmm. you know not to they haven't grown they never grew up in that world and and neither did I it was before my time too but I even have a hard time processing that because that's not what I know I was born into a world that still has racism and still will always have racism and hatred but is still much more improved than it was 40 or 50 years ago and you know even uh, like september 11th when we talk about september 11th which was not that long ago for us you know you and i remember it just like it was yesterday but the kids that we teach weren't even alive then and you try to explain what the impact of that was or what the world was like before that and what the world was like after that but they were born into a world after that they have no recollection of what the world no preconceived notions of what the world was like before that Mm -hmm. jenny does yeah you know jenny grew up in a wizarding family with you know brothers upon brothers upon brothers that went to to Hogwarts and graduated no problem went on to do great things Well, and she missed so she missed it all she missed like the Dark Lord time mm-hmm. because she was born just after and then and then everything's been pretty great mm-hmm. and now she goes to school and it's like wait a minute but for Harry like you said if, if all you know is chaos mm-hmm then it's a little less of a shocking adjustment. Yeah, he came into the wizarding world thinking, oh, 
I can wave my wand at things and make it float, and there's half dead Dark Lords feeding on unicorns in the forest. Mm -hmm. This, these are the same level of inconceivable and to him. A, there's a dead birthday party going on. Yeah, down death in the day birthday party that down I'm the invited to as the guest this, of honor. This must be my new normal. Yep. It's just it's all one level for him. Mm -hmm. Whereas the Weasleys can at least pick out, no, yeah, death day birthday parties with the ghosts, that's normal. You, you Half dead dark lords in the forwards, Harry, not normal. As a result of that, Harry never gets too high or too low, you know, um, emotionally with all this. Ron gets really upset sometimes and uh, lets his emotions get the best of him sometimes. Hermione a little bit too. Harry's usually pretty, you know, even keel. You know, he's stressed, of course, because mm -hmm. he's got all this pressure on him, but he never really gets too high or too low as far as the as far as the emotions go. I think this chapter later on what we're gonna talk about is really kind of the first time that we see, you know, Harry lash out a little bit with the what what we've got coming up with the uh, interaction with Lockhart. Well, to him, even the chaos of the wizarding world, it's all still better than yeah, living with the Dursleys. Still better. still better. Still better than living under the stairs. Monsters drinking unicorn blood. Still better. Trying to kill me. Still better than living with Dudley. What does that tell you about his life? home life? Yeah, pretty bad. <laughs> all right, so back to the chapter. Ron finally speaks up, and he says, you know, Jenny knew something. That's what she was trying to tell us this morning. She knew something, saw somebody doing something. That's why she was taken. It just, otherwise, it just doesn't make sense. Why would they take a pure blood? The whole thing has been about mm -hmm. the Muggleborns and the Mudbloods. It's not supposed to be about the pure bloods. Right. There has to be a, a extenuating circumstance. She was targeted. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they decide best thing to do. I guess their shock is wearing off. Logic's coming back. The best thing to do is to go tell Lockhart everything they know so he can be as prepared as possible. Because he's a moron, however, he could be a prepared moron. Yes, yes. <laughs> he can at least know what he's going into. Sure. Maybe take his sunglasses. Yeah. Or a mirror or yeah. something. Are those mirrored sunglasses? <laughs> so it sees itself. Uh, like, oh, no, like, uh, isn't that like the only way to beat Medusa? The, the mirror. Right. The I don't know if it's Greek or Roman mythology, and if if you look in her eyes, she turn you turn into stone, stone, but you could like shine a mirror on her or something like yeah. that. He had like a really shiny shield. Yeah. He polished his shield. Yeah. Yeah. And she looked upon herself. I don't know. Maybe. Then maybe that might work. Ideas. If he's prepared. So they go. They find him. They give a little little knock. And uh, what do they find, Daniel? We there's a lot of scurrying going around ruckus in, in, ruckus if you will in Lockhart's office and well, Lockhart, he's preparing for battle that's what I thought I thought that maybe he's like practicing this spell practice this spell practice this spell let me gather all my gear so I can go save spelunking the day and right <laughs> how gear for spelunking uh, Lockhart kind of gives like the half door open like the the hospital not the hospital the hotel chain uh you know, four-inch door opening and kind of peeks in. Oh, hey, boys. Well, I'm kind of busy right busy. now. But he does let the boys in. And the boys find that Lockhart is not actually preparing to do battle in the chamber with whatever this creature is. Instead is packing up and getting out of Dodge. Well, he was called away. Oh, it's very important. Uh, urgent. Urgent, if you Unavoidable. will. Unavoidable. Urgent. Uh, more urgent than... Than this. It's a shame. It's really a shame. Wish you could help. Yep. Gotta go, though. Mm -hmm. <sighs> this Lockhart. is where we, Lockhart, finally kind of breaks down and our worst fears about Lockhart kind of come to fruition. Yeah, Harry, I, I love that little exchange. He's like, who better to do this than the guy who has done all these things in these books? He says, well... Books can be misleading. You wrote them! <laughs> Can't believe everything you read, Harry. <laughs> Even if I wrote it myself. That, that's the line Wait I wrote down. Books can be misleading. But you wrote those books. <laughs> you wrote them. But then we get the Lockhart Tales 
about the what the uh, like uh, expunging the, the town of werewolves or something like that. Yeah. And it was not Lockhart that did that, but it was like like kind of like a gritty warlock that did it. That's not as handsome, and that yeah. gritty warlock's face wouldn't look good on a book. So it's basically, all of his adventures and heroics were done by somebody who he deemed too ugly mm -hmm. to take credit for them. Right, and so his whole thing that he's done all these years is. He went to these people. He had to find them. It's a lot of work. Yeah, really. it is. He put a lot of legwork into this uh, these shenanigans. He he went and found all these people, got specific details to their heroic stories, and then flashy thanged them from Men in Black. Yep, yep. He's got one of those flashy thing. Right, and he, he calls it like his uh, memory mo charm. Memory charm. Yeah. Apparently, something he's actually good at <laughs> no, i was seeing that earlier when you said he's not good at anything i was like he's but... good at one thing he's really good at, <laughs> at, at, at memory charms really good at memory charms. apparently because he made he made these uh people these wizards and warlocks and witches and whatever who actually did these great Amazing things, things yeah made them think that they didn't do them and hmm. In fact, so he could take credit for it. And now he's got to do the same thing to the boys now that they know all yep, this. Yep, now it's that like he spilled the, the beans. It's like he's the gotta... Bond villain that re reveals his evil plan to him. But now you got to die. Flashy but, thing. But I'm not going to kill you, but I am going to flashy thing you. Yep. So do you think he puts on his sunglasses at that point? Speaking of sunglasses. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think you need it. Okay. For a charm. Okay. Well, Men in Black, you need them. So. Maybe he did need it. But and after you flashy thing them, do you have to give them a, a happy memory? A happy memory, or how does that work? Is that just expunged from their memory, and they kind of go, "Why are we in this office? Let's get out of here. Let's go back." To I where think we... it depends on how it's used. Like if you're just removing one thing, because later in the books things are just removed. But this, if you're just wiping a certain period of time and mm -hmm. you're changing their perception of something, I would think you'd have to give them something to replace it or to turn them around to another direction of thought because the boys are going to come to the same conclusion if he just like deleted the last 10 seconds they're just going to replay it you know sure so lockhart gets ready to flashy thing them flashy thing them and he is quite easily disarmed by the boys oh, yeah harry just whips his wand out expelliarmus and not, knocks the wand out of Lockhart's hand. And Ron grabs it and throws it out throws the window. Throws it out the window, yeah. <sighs> Boys. No. Think things through. Now, if you had a broken wand, mm -hmm. and this other wand is laying there, wouldn't you want it? Or maybe, is, he, is, is it like he can't use it or something like that? How does that work? Oh, that's very complicated. We can't get into that. We can't get into but, that. Okay. Um, yeah. No, we can't get into all that. But Lockhart is pretty easily disarmed by a second-year student. Yes. The defense against the dark arts teacher <laughs> at Hogwarts <laughs> couldn't take on some pixie fairies. Or Harry Potter. And was disarmed by a second year. Who hasn't even finished a second year. He hasn't even taken his exams to nope. prove he's learned anything. Because he doesn't think he has In the second anything. year. Except for Expelliarmus. He's really good at it. Yes. He's really good thing. at it. So, yeah, he tries to use his charm. His wand's out the window now. The boys force him at wand point, or at least Harry's wand point, right. to go to Moaning, Moaning Myrtle's bathroom with them. We're going to find out what what we need to do to get to find the chamber yeah i guess because he admit lockhart admits that he never knew where the chamber was sure and they but said we, but we think we might let's go yep we've got a clue so they go and finally finally ask moaning myrtle that burning question how did you die and moaning myrtle kind of gets like kind of puffs her chest out and feels really important that somebody finally he cares yeah that wants to know yeah. you want to have a conversation with me she goes from being just the depressed girl for the, uh, she's been for the last 50 years to 
somebody's interested so I could find, I could tell my story. I have to say I was a little disappointed. She yeah. doesn't have a lot of info for the boys. Yeah. Earlier when we were talking about it, you're like, if, if, if we'd only talked to Moaning Merle before, we could have cracked this case wide open. No, not really. She, she didn't have a whole lot to add to it. So apparently she was in the bathroom, in a stall. Upset. Upset. Crying. She heard a voice that sounded... Weird. Weird. Because she's really helpful here. And she thought it was a boy. Yeah. And she was getting ready to tell them to go in their own bathroom when the door swings open and she just remembers two yellow eyes, right? Yellow mm-hmm. piercing eyes. And then her body floating away. Yeah. Well, her body seized up and she floated away. Right. And she's dead. Yep. But the boys can use, like you said, lucky, luckily fate took them to the hospital wing first and they can use the knowledge that Hermione had in, on that paper in her hand to yeah. kind of piece together the thing about the eyes. If that's true, then the basilisk had to have been standing about here. Yeah. Like, where was that boy? Where did you, you see this, the eyes? If you this stall, the basilisk had to have been about here. That means it had to have been looking for something kind of in this area. Yeah, by a sink. So then they start messing with the sinks. And she's like, oh, that one never worked. So now Harry, I think, probably took another little uh, drink of the witty potion. Because he's starting to... <laughs> Piece it all together. Yeah, starting to think like so. A, they they double check again. the one that never that suspiciously never worked, and they find this little tiny engraved snake. Mm-hmm. And Ron Ron took a sip too because he's like, all right, well, talk to it, tell it to open. <laughs> talk to it, snake man. <laughs> talk to it. <laughs> Doesn't seem like he took witty potion, but apparently snakey snakey snake man. Do you think? Gosh, 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 gosh. And anybody who's confused, we are totally making up the witty potion thing. It's not a real thing in this story. Oh, they know. I'm just making sure. They know. Somebody's going to be like, I missed that part. When did they take the witty potion? No, they know. I'm the one who's clueless here. But our (laughs) listeners know. We might have somebody reading it for the first time. Nobody's more clueless than They might have missed it. So, I don't think you'll have to worry about that. So, the first time he tries to... No, that was no, English. No, just sounded normal. Do it again, again, snake man. Jake the snake. <laughs> so he tries again, and this time it opens. The sink sinks away. And there's Is that why they call it a sink? No. <laughs> <laughs> because it, there's a, a portal behind? like Every sink? Every sink? I don't think so. Well, I mean, there's a pipe behind every sink, yeah. usually. All right, so the, it, it leaves out of the way, and there's just this giant pipe. Mm-hmm. Big enough for a man to fit in. So what do they do? You gotta go in. Gotta go in. Well, actually, you push the defense the against the dark teacher. arts teacher in first, wandless, <laughs> <laughs> as the sacrificial lamb. Yeah. And then you follow. No, you don't even make sure he survives first, though. No. You just follow immediately. I guess you could just land on him. He'd yeah. break your fall a little bit. Yeah. Uh, he'd be the first useful thing he's done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if that was the case. So the pipe, they go down and down and down, and they're twisting and turning and down, down. And they drop out in this dark, wet tunnel. Mm-hmm. And Harry thinks, God, we must be miles below the school. I think Ron thinks they're, like, miles. below the lake. Yeah, and Ron's is down, mm-hmm. well, I think we're under the lake. Just because, like, of the, I guess, the the way this, like, the walls were all slimy and everything. Kind of like the, like the you know, uh, walls of a lake. Mm-hmm. You know, would be well, and I think it kind of sh- it leveled the pipe. They're going down, and it leveled out for a while. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe he thinks they went in that a large direction. flat area. Yeah. Um. So they're they're walking along in this tunnel, and <laughs> remember, if anything moves, close your eyes. <laughs> Put on <laughs> so your sunglasses. You, so you just get eaten, and you don't you know don't see yeah. it and die. You, you don't just, want to be petrified. You just want to. You don't die instantly. At least if you close your eyes, you can like swing your arms wildly and have a chance at fighting (laughs) off the, you know, uh, six foot fangs or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, don't don't feel like that's going to help a whole lot. So then they see something laying across the walkway and they slowly go inspect it thinking it's the the snake asleep Mm -hmm. because of course the snake would just be snoozing there. Um, But it's the skin. Yeah. It had shed its skin. And it's huge. Yeah. But this gives Lockhart an idea. He decides 
he's going to take Ron's tackle Ron, <laughs> take his wand his, that is held together with spello tape, spello tape wand, and he's going to do the memory <laughs> charm this time for reals. Oblivion <laughs> on the boys, and he's going to take some of the skin up. Tell everybody this grand adventure, how he he found the Chamber of Secrets. He battled the snake, but it was too late to save the girl. And the boys lost their minds at the sight of Jenny's mangled body. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, he yells, obliterate, and bronze one. Is it obliterate or obliviate? Obliviate. Obliviate, okay. I was thinking of the explosion. yeah, it was, yeah, it very well could have been obliterate. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Ron's wand can't hear very well. No. Now. Huh? What did you say? all the tape. You want me to blow this up? <laughs> I blow it up, okay. <laughs> and so yes, there's a it backfires. Like a firecracker, like a firework went off in his hand. Yeah, the, that's a, that's what I'm envisioning. There's a big cave in. The boys are split up. Ron, okay, can you describe? Because I kind of have a, was having a hard time picturing when. So I'm picturing the, from from the description of the book, Lockhart use, doesn't realize he's using a broken wand. He tries the Obliviate spell. It kind of like, it's almost like a firework goes off in his hand, causes some kind of cave-in, and Ron and Harry are on two sides of a pile of rocks? Yeah. So if you're thinking of a cave, uh-huh. it's around... Whole the tunnel. actions you're doing with your hands right now are great, great for, for, for the, for for the audience. audience, but you get it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so around tunnel in the ground, mm-hmm. and it caved the rocks cave in and built block the opening. Okay. So Ron's stuck on one side with Lockhart. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he he's be physically abusing because <laughs> we just hear ow ow ow, <laughs> and that's. That's Ron taking out a little aggression on Lockhart. He right? did just get tackled to the ground and had his wand ripped out of his hand and then Good. tried to get And now Ron's getting a couple little kicks yeah, in. Yeah. You know, some some pent up aggression he's taking out on Lockhart. But Harry's on the other side, the mm-hmm. side where in the direction they were going. Mm-hmm. So Ron now can only go back or wait. Kinda reminds me of the first book mm-hmm. when we were going through the series of trials to get to the philosopher's stone and the mirror Mm -hmm. it got to the point where harry had to go alone you know we we kind of and even then we had three going together and gradually we got to the point where it's only harry can go on so it's really kind of um had a lot of a lot of comparisons you can draw to the end of the first book and then that's where we end right harry's going on and going on along. into the unknown and ron's gonna try and dig some move some of the rubble so mm-hmm. that they can get back through that's really all he could do at this point yeah you know because that can kick lock yeah i mean if if you're stuck there you might as well have a little fun yeah <laughs> kick lockhart while he's down <laughs> And that takes us to the end of chapter 16, correct? Correct. Two more. Uh, we've gone over an hour here. Do you want to do an email? Or do you want to save it? Uh, let's save it. For the save next it? One. I think the next chapter is not as long. Okay. Uh, so we'll save uh, the email that we have. Uh, pretty good question for next time. And if you have a question or a comment, uh, send it to us at broomsticks.butterbeer at gmail.com. Or uh, you can leave it on our Facebook page. Just look up Broomsticks and Butterbeer on Facebook, and we will give you a shout-out on air. And speaking of shout-outs, I think our friend Jennifer in oh, California... Yeah, we can't go two episodes without men- mentioning was upset Jennifer. that we did not mention her on the, uh, on the last episode. She's going to vote that I don't, I don't lead the episodes anymore, because when I do, she gets left out. I'm going to vote that you do lead the episodes. It's a lot easier for me. <laughs> Now, is Jennifer's a Ravenclaw? Is she a Ravenclaw? Gryffindor. She's a Gryffindor. Okay. I just thought, because you guys go to, like, book yeah. conventions and yeah. stuff. Yeah, she should be a book I just imagine it's just all Ravenclaws walking around these book conventions. <laughs> but Hermione has shown us that you can also be a book lover and, and, and be, be a Gryffindor. I imagine that uh, us Hufflepuffs are probably over in the graphic novel section and <laughs> the whole time, because we like books with a lot of pictures in them. Oh, okay. There you go. And the Slytherins are over there... You know, reading. How to take over the world. Yeah, stuff like that. How to get ahead. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> biographies of, of awful people. <laughs> Things like that. Speaking of Slytherin, shout out to our friend Kelly in New York. Hi, Kelly. She's actually not in New York right now. Where is she? Oh, she's uh, back back home in the, Illinois, the in the Illinois area. But we're going to see her in a couple months up in Manhattan, and then you'll see her a few months after that when you go up for uh, your book convention again. Is there a way to make her do a podcast? Can we do one when we're in New York? I'm sure. I'm sure. We could Skype it. No, I mean, like, when we go to New York. Oh, sure. Can you, like, take your stuff? Sure. Oh. You mean this, like, massive, large recording studio that we're yeah, in Yeah, right well, now? I mean, that's what I mean. You I mean, have we, to, like, we, take, we could condense probably, it down to Yeah, we could we probably could do, like, a mobile version of it. I mean, I knew we, we did it to Metropolis, mm-hmm. but New York, you know, on a plane and stuff, we'd have to take all this equipment. I think we can figure it out. I think we can figure it out. Okay, well. So a couple chapters left in Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, right? Yep. Almost I'm done. I'm excited. I've been, like, not watching any of the movies when they come on TV. They're on all the time. I know. Because I'm waiting to watch them when we finish a book. Sounds good. Like I said, uh, leave us a uh, comment on the Facebook page. We'll mention. We'll give you a mention on air. You can shoot us an email, broomsticks.butterbeer at gmail.com. If you're enjoying the podcast, go ahead and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast platform you are using. It does not have to be Apple Podcasts. You can use, I believe my uh, uh, friend of ours that listens uses Downcast that kind of combines all the different podcast platforms into one uh, easy-to-find uh, database. But... We're on Google Play, we're on Stitcher, we're on all that stuff. So leave us a review if you like it. It, it kind of uh, ups our, uh, what's the word? Uh, kind of ups our, not sta- platform? platform, status, whatever, and makes it easier for us to find and helps us expand and, and grow, and you can grow along with us. And uh, I think that's going to do it for Chapter 16, Chamber of Secrets, from the book, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. So until next time, I am your Hufflepuff host, Dan Rhino. I'm your Ravenclaw host, Jessica Rhino. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Those fingers in my hair That sly come hither stare That strips my conscience bare It's witchcraft And I've got no...